at the man and I'm looking at the man. At you the are moment. looking at the man. I, I, you tell me that this is one of the, these bands that you have these days, the, the Killers, that's their new single. Yes, they're... Uh, yeah, I, th- I think they're going to do quite well. The, this young band yeah. that not many people have heard of called The Killers. Up and coming. Up and coming, yeah. I think they're on to do big things. Just because I don't like them doesn't mean I don't know about them. It's Mr. Brandon Flowers and they're from Las Vegas. They are from Las Vegas. Yeah, see, I know my stuff. But you are listening to County Live with me, Martin Johnson, over here. And me, Brandon Flowers, over here. And this podcast is not going to go round the houses, is it? Is that a killer's joke? <laughs> no, it's not. It's uh, What I'm trying to say is you didn't go to the match on Saturday because you were at a stag Oh, do. yeah, yeah, no. And do you know what? Um, I was on a stag do. And I want to talk about all the county fans that I saw on, on the train on the way up it, uh, on the way up to it. But at the same time, um, one reason we are not allowed to speak about too much about the game is because the kit man Richard Landon told me off last time I missed a game and then mentioned it on the podcast. He said <laughs> I wasn't allowed to speak about it because I wasn't there. All oh, right. So okay. uh, yes, he doesn't like fake news. No. So no. so thanks to uh, Richard Landon. Uh, that concludes today's podcast. <laughs> yes. Matt. Thanks. If you want to know any more about Stockport County, we'll be uh, in a moment. We'll be giving you uh, Richard London's mobile number <laughs> after listening to the end of the podcast for that. Um, but I'll tell you one thing, Hartlepool. Um, do you know what the um, the mascot's name is? Um, no, he's a monkey. Obviously, obviously, his name is Hangus. H apostrophe A, and it's true. That is true. That is a true fact. Oh, that's great. Um, I just looked that up on Wikipedia. But uh, in all seriousness, bit of a bump in the road, tiny bit of a slump for County. And the most concerning thing is the way the the table looks now. Because if you look uh, on face value, there's a lot of teams on similar points, but County are one game behind, uh, one game ahead, two games ahead of a lot of those teams. Um. Interesting one when you when you talk about the table because it's one of the, the, the this time of the season is crazy because I mentioned it to Jim last week we're getting into the home stretch now we're getting into the kind of um, the kind of stage of the season where all of a sudden we think results matter more than they did ten games ago fifteen games ago when you know points are points whether they they're, they're gathered at the, the beginning or the end of the season but you look around us and and yeah it is it is crazy a win a couple of wins on the spin and you're looking really really healthy a, a couple of defeats or, or points dropped and all of a sudden you're completely out of the race for the playoffs I, I, listen I wouldn't like to try and hazard a guess or pick or or estimate where we're going to end up at the moment because if this was the beginning of the season you would say well the gaffer's brought in a lot of players they're going to need time to gel um, it's not the beginning of the season it's towards the, the, the final third of the season if you like and um, these players have uh, have no time to gel so they've got to get up and running with it but they are of a high level you know the, 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 these players are, are players that have got football league experience these are players that have been there and done it before these are players such as Danny Lloyd who has been here specifically at this club before not just this level but at this well, club. Gonna, you meant my house then because <laughs> yeah, yeah. he hasn't uh, not yet <laughs> um, so um, 
it's one that we can't read too much into it. I think we've we've got to focus on the football. We, we were speaking just off air a moment ago, and we we're saying now's the time to focus on the football. There's been so much excitement in recent weeks about the takeover, and then about uh, the three new signings that came through: Eddie Clark, Liam McAlinden, uh, uh, and, and the striker that came in, whose name has escaped me at a horribly wrong moment. Um, but then Danny Lloyd comes in as well, and you think, okay, blimey, it is happening now, and then. You know, we, we we draw against Sutton and then we lose against um, Hartlepool. So you think <sighs> we just need to focus on the football. Forget forget the the signings. Forget the takeover. Yes, it's it's great stuff to speak about. But now let's go let's go and win some football matches because if you'd have off, if you'd have been offered this very predicament at the start of the season, you'd have taken it. You know, let, let's not beat around the bush. We came up. Um, to to this division from from the one below, so you would have taken um, stability and a playoff push. Of course, you would, especially given uh, the takeover and the new signings uh, and everything else. But now we are in a position where Jim Gannon said it himself a couple of games ago: sixteen games, fifteen games, now fourteen games to go, fourteen games to get into those playoffs. If we can get into those playoffs, we can win those playoffs. But we've got to get there first. Um, We've got to focus on the football. That's the only way to do it. No amount of giddiness of new signings, of contracts, of takeovers, whatever. Nothing else is going to get the job done. Focusing on football is going to get the job done. And that's what we've got to do now. And I'm I'm sure that's what they're all doing. Well, if I bet on football, which I don't, one area I would avoid would be the playoff positions in the National League. Because as you say, any one of those teams can beat the others. Any one of those, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of, there's hardly any points between, you know, positions kind of four down to nine. So who, who knows what's going to happen? But as you say, County well, need to stay focused. And one thing they can do, set their stall out and put a dis- bit, of dis- bit of distance uh, between them and Dover Athletic by beating them on Saturday. Well, well, Dover, if, if Dover's beat County on Saturday, they not only go above them, but they, go, they, they go above us with the game in hand. And so then you look at the other teams around us and you think, and this is crazy, we shouldn't be talking like this when we're a point outside the playoffs, but you look below us, we sit in 10th on 46 points at this moment. We, we should say that there are games tonight, being that today is, what day is it? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Um, there are games tonight, um, they've not been played yet. Um, but you look at the teams around us, Solihull, who have just released their manager, Tim Flowers. Um, bit of an interesting one, given that they've, they've looked so solid the majority of the season. But, you know, he's gone. Um, they've got two two games in hand on County, despite being on the, the same points. Uh, Woking, Notts County, they've got a point on the Hatters, despite having um, a, a game in hand as well. So all of a sudden, yes, we're only a point outside the playoffs, but yes, we've got it all to play for. But at the same time, we could win and a load of teams around us could, could lose on Saturday and all of a sudden we're in a better place. All the teams that are around us play tonight, some of them are going to drop points, they have to. So it's in some ways it's fruitless. And like you say, I mean, I wouldn't even dream of gambling on it now. Uh, you'd have to be an incredibly brave um, or stupid, depending on which way you look at it, individual to do that. But there's no way of predicting which way this is going at the moment. It is completely a lottery. So, um, Jim, I, I would assume, will be telling his players, don't even think about it. Don't even, don't even, don't even look at it. I know. We said at the top of the show, the fans, and you and I included, tend to look at this kind of stage of the season and, well, what are the teams around us doing? Who's winning? Who's taking points off us? Who's doing this and that? The players have just got to get on with it. 
they're good enough. Da- Danny Lloyd, we know is good enough. McAlinden, we know he's good enough. You know, Elliot Osborne, these players are good enough players. Just go and focus on the game, win the game, and you know, win the game that's in front of us. Play the game, not the occasion, as the gaffer always says, and um, we we can look up and not down. Well, we are recording on uh, Tuesday this week, but you'll be speaking to Jim on Thursday, and we'll put the interview in here. Jim, thanks for joining us. Slightly different surroundings uh, this week outside the Italian uh, in in Romley. Thank you ever so much for stepping out. Um, training's done. It is a Thursday evening still. There's a game to pick over. The dust has settled on Hartlepool. Just give us a run through of what happened. Um, uh, credit to Hartlepool. They played the system really well. Uh, I think they utilised the wind in the first half and really created a, a lot of entries into our final third. And we, we found it difficult to get out, but... Um, it was, a, it was a nip and tuck first half, and I thought if we had taken one of our chances, got ourselves in the lead, I think it could have been a, a different game. But unfortunately, we found ourselves behind, tried to be a bit more bullish second half, changing shape, another attacker, uh, and unfortunately, we didn't get the next goal. And then we huffed and puffed, um, looked like we might get a goal, but never looked like winning the game. So disappointing from us, because I think we're better than that. Um, we should be stronger when we're under pressure. We should be more clinical when we create opportunities. Our set plays weren't as sharp and incisive as I'd expect. And though when them things are good for us, we can win games. When they're not, we're not going to win games. There's there's been quite a bit of change in the squad lately. A few few players in, and, and one notable name leaving. We'll we'll speak about in a moment. Is there a bit of a gelling in phase? Do you, do you think is that is that maybe something? Would that be a fair comment? I think there's always a case of that. Um, players getting to know each other, the way things are done. You could see that in some of the set plays. Who's taken it? Is it? Is it Danny? Is it Elliot? Um, but like I said, we, that's why I think this week was really important for us to to have another really good week working with the lads. Um, Try to find a a way of playing that suits their strengths. Um, iron out some of the little what they do and what we do, and find a middle ground. Um, yeah, there's an element of that, but. Um, we'll we'll get better as we sort of gel and people get to know each other and get on each other's wavelength. But but I think the biggest thing for us really is to is to keep working hard, keep doing a lot of the basics right, work our way into a position where we win a game. Because I think from that win you get the confidence, you get the energy. So uh, in that sense, uh, Saturday's a really important game for us because it could be it's not a win that will turn the season. It could turn the whole momentum and energy of the group. Because um, as we go forward, we expect to add players. But what's really important for us at the moment is that we, we squeeze, squeeze every ounce of energy out of ourselves and make sure that we get this um, critical win to to get the the playoff running uh, started. I always find it interesting asking you these kind of questions because you can ask your perspective as both a, a manager and a player. But the four new players that have, have come in in recent weeks, mainly the three before Danny, they've had a couple of games now. Will it be playing on their mind, do you think, that they, they want to get a win now? They've had a draw, they've had a defeat. You, you want to get a win, especially at home, don't you? Um, yeah, of course. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure they're thinking... You know, they've obviously come in, I think they're probably more focused on um, doing what is asked of them, being part of a team. Um, I think perhaps we underestimated how nervous they might have been or how uh, unmatched fit they might be so I think that um, we put a lot on them in the first game I think uh, the great thing at the moment is that the lads that were perhaps uh, making way for those players have now found energy uh, training standards have been really high uh, tremendous competition throughout the group and I feel I feel like we're at that phase we were at the start of October where 
everybody's coming round, everybody feels a part of it, everybody feels like they've got something to contribute. So in that sense, I think, yeah, I think the lads will... Sometimes when you're a striker, you want to get that first goal. You know, when you're a defender, you want to keep a clean sheet, you want to be part of a win. Yeah, so all those aspects will be there. Um, but I just said to lads, it's not going to be a magic formula. It's all about hard work, organisation, um, making sure whatever whatever you do, that you do as well as you can and you ask the right questions. And, um, you know, um, it's all those little bits and pieces that you have to do to make results turn around. And I think if we we look capable after this week's training and have turned a lot of things around, so it's going to be really important that we, um, we play with good tempo, good energy, keep the organisation, make sure that we bring all our skills to the fore and if we do that we've got a chance of winning the game. Talking of player movement, since we last spoke, one of the big headlines, Frank Mulhern goes out on loan. Um, just just give us an idea of the thinking behind the future for Frank and, and just sum up kind of what his situation is. I think the future beyond this month for everybody is, uh, is delicate but undecided. I think with Frank, um, we had uh, obviously Jordan in and initially it's a one-month loan, so we're not sure whether he'll continue beyond that, whether that's uh, you know Jordan's decision or Port Bell's decision. Um, we had two centre-forwards that weren't starting. I think Niall Bell had too many games and Frank too little games. So in Niall's case, it was a question of maybe just letting him rest and um, recover, uh, get his energy levels back up, which we're seeing signs of that now. Whereas with Frank, he needed to play games. He needed to go out and... You know, he hadn't played for a month, hadn't really had a proper game. So it was important to have one of them out playing games. And then when, uh, if Jordan Archer goes back, then we've got a player that's fully fit and fresh to go. So uh, that's the thinking. If we strengthen further, then obviously Frank has the opportunity to stay out, play a lot of football. And then him and his agent will then have something as a platform, maybe if there's not a contract here that they'll have, that have shown in the half season with us and the half a season with somebody else that they've got something to offer another club and um, so while we're all very very conscious of the players coming in and what we're going to add to the group I also have to help those players that um, that are going out the players who are not going to play a part and maybe not in our future plans to be honest and straight with them and if they're not going to play a part in the short term to go out let them have the opportunity to play matches and create an opening for themselves in the medium term so having a look at the, the players that we do have then, what, what's the mood around the camp like going into the, the weekend's game against Dover? Uh, I'd say it's um, energetic, uh, a lot more energetic and um, I think we're, we're feeling in a good place. I think there's an edginess, like you said, because we're all keen to get a win. There's a, it's an element of nervousness about the group in terms of them wanting to do well, wanting to kick-start the season. Um, but yeah, the, the training sessions have been excellent. Um Generally they are, but they maybe lose that little bit of sparkle when lads are tired, they've had a tough period, but I think definitely over the last three training sessions this week they've gone up, uh, it's shown in the stats, um, where a couple of players that maybe were really tired on Monday, but they're, they're back to their, their top speeds, the finishing is sharp, uh, their execution of everything, uh, we've kept it the sessions in a way that we create that atmosphere, but the lads responded to it, and I think it's... Um, it's been a shot in everybody's arm this week, the training that we've done. I think everybody will be feeling better after this week. They're all fully fit. 
Um, we've got a strong squad to pick from and um, uh, the benches, whichever team we go with, the bench is looking really strong as well. So, And we're going to need that if players are not 100% match fit or if we ask them to give everything and play to the maximum, uh, that some of them might not last the game. So I think what's going to be important is that, like in the times when we were having a good run, that we had players to come off the bench and I think we went through a period where the, the subs were scoring goals and winning games for us. So hopefully we get to that position with the uh, 16 and the 14 men that play. Uh, I'm wary of focusing too much on one player and I, I, I don't want to do it too often and I don't, I don't feel we do do it too often but it's Danny's first home game since coming back to the club and last week when I spoke to him he was saying of course I'm looking forward to Hartlepool of course you know it's, it's a big game and we want to get out and, and get the win but he was saying he really can't wait to get back to Edgeley Park to get that that buzz of playing in front of the home fans again and be a part of the, the club again do you, do you get that sense from him in training do you see the old Danny in there? Oh, he's been a breath of fresh air since the day he walked in. You know his professionalism and his quality have, have gone up since we last worked with. Um, but you, the, the one thing that I always admired me about people like Danny was their, their enthusiasm for the game. I mean, it may well have been tainted a little bit through the period that the previous clubs to us, where he kept they fell out of love. He was having to change, but when he came to us, I think he found his love for the game and I think he's appreciative to the club and our fans for giving him that bringing back that spirit so I think he'll always see this as a good place where he he, he enjoyed his football and I think he's enjoyed playing football at Edgy Park he's enjoyed playing for the club so I think he's going to be a player that's really excited to play at Edgy Park and I'm, I'm really looking forward to him because I, I know there's um an edginess about everybody and everybody's really uh, anticipating uh, mass dramatic changes I think um, they'd be slow Improvements and Danny's definitely one of those improvements to what we're doing at the moment. You know, we've focused on individual players that have played played their part in the last three months, but I'm sure that Danny can play certainly play a big part in the next three months. Well, very quickly because I don't want to keep you for too long. Just what kind of threat can we expect from Dover this weekend? What do you look? What do, what have you got your eye on from the Dover camp? Yeah, I've watched a lot of their videos and um, they're very strong, very direct. Um, you know, typical um, national team. They've got an, enough physical presence to, that you have to be able to contain that. They've got some skillful players, which will be a threat. They've had another attacker this week. Um, they've got a number of different, different options. And he's a, a very experienced manager. He'll have been really disappointed with their performance at, uh, down at their place where we, we contain them very easily and we create lots of opportunities. Um, I think they're a change side. The form has been a little bit indifferent. Um, we got a lot of feedback from the Tuesday night game in terms of what their strengths are and what their weaknesses so we're hopefully um, tonight's training we've put some of those uh, thoughts in plan, play uh, yeah typical tough game um, you know nobody's going to make it easy for us what we have to do is is match them for physicality work rate and then I think we, we've talked about the touch more control and quality that we need and um, incisive penetrative play and execution of set plays and shots and finishes if we sharpen up on all those aspects we'll They'll give us a tough game, but we'll give them a tougher one. Just finally, Jim, where are you outside tonight? Where, 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 are you, where have you come for your tea? I've come to the Italian. We've been kindly invited here as a, a kind of a thank you to the lads for, for everything. And it's perfect timing with the kind of new players for, for them to get out of a... Uh, you know, the training environment's one place, but the players get to know each other and uh, uh, it's great. And I'm really delighted they brought us here and um, I think my, um, my pasta might be getting cold now. <laughs> I'll let you go. I'll let you go, Jim. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. So you weren't at the game, yeah. but, so you can't choose a player of the week. Richard you... Landon was the player of the week. <laughs> Richard Landon, yeah. 
um, whose mobile number we're going to give at the end of the show. Um, <laughs> but you met some county fans on the train. So, yeah. So we could also give it to the 13th man. Yeah, the 12th and 13th 12th man. 12th man, sorry. Yeah. Um, 14th, 15th. So, well, I, so I was, um, as, I'm, as I'm sure, was, was picked up on commentary on the day. I was um, on a stag do. Um, it was kind of arranged last minute. It was sort of something I couldn't get out of. Um, not that I would want to, if if you're listening. Um, but um, yeah, I, so I couldn't make the game. But it was it was in Leeds, so it was on a train travelling north, and um, the, it, it was just full of county fans to train, which was brilliant. Now I was uh, a little bit lightheaded. I'd, I'd been working in Glasgow the night before till about one in the morning, and then I'd got a five o'clock train to get to Leeds in the first place or to get to Manchester to go to Leeds. So uh, a few gin and tonics for breakfast on the train and, and all of a sudden I felt like I was one of them going on the on the train to the game and I was I was kind of gutted um, that, you know, that we had to go separate ways. But um, we have to give them the player of the week this week because I know they performed because I saw them. I didn't see any of the players. Um, so, uh, yeah, we, we can't give it to them. One player I do want to speak about and he can be the one to watch this week, even though he was the one to watch last week, is Danny Lloyd because... I thought you might say that. Well, because when, when but you I, missed out seeing him, so it's fair enough. Exactly, and by, I've got a bone to pick with Danny, by the way, which I, I'll tell you in a moment. Um, but uh, uh, Danny, went, when we when we spoke last week, uh, both on air and off air, he was saying, "Of course, I'm looking forward to Hartlepool. Can't wait for Hartlepool. It's great to be back in a county shirt. Hartlepool's a big game. Blah blah blah. All the rest of it. You know, he was saying everything you wanted to hear. But the thing that really stuck out to me." Was he was saying? Of course, I can't wait to play for him, but I can't wait. I really can't wait for the home game. I can't wait to be back in front of the county fans, in front of all you know. The crowds have obviously gone up, but since since Danny was last here, given that we've won promotion, given that we've we've done everything that we have done uh, in that time, but he he just he spoke like he was a guy coming home. Do you know he's been on this journey? He's he's had a go in the football league. He's had a go, uh, you know, at Salford. He's he's done whatever he's he's doing, um, but now he's back. And uh, I, I, I fed off that energy. You couldn't help but feed off the energy that he was he was radiating. He's he can't wait to be back at Edgeley Park. That's a fine, by the way, for having your phone on. <clears> now no, I think that's yours. I in don't the have, studio, you... I only have my phones on vibrate. None of my phones ever. Well, it's not mine. Even ring. So, so it's... maybe maybe it's somebody. Maybe maybe we're being spied. Maybe on. it's my work phone. <laughs> And it's a, so it's a fine for trying to get out of the original fine as well. Oh, I know what it is. It's my new work iPad. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, so that's a triple fine. Triple fine. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, listen, I can't, I can't wait for Saturday. Um, a, because I missed last week. B, because there's so much football to play for now. Speaking of my programme notes this week about... <sighs> I'm not one for talking about boardrooms. You've known me for a long time. At any football club at any level... With all the conversations we've had over the years about City being taken over and turning into this, about County in recent weeks being taken over, we rarely, rarely speak about boardroom talk. I want to speak about football talk, which is why I can't wait to get back to football. I missed last week. I can't wait to to be in the exciting thick of it, if you like, where we could be one of the teams chasing the pack. We could be in the pack. Who knows, come five o'clock on Saturday afternoon. Uh, I I just I really want to get to it, but at the same time, I want to see Danny Lloyd back at Stockport County's turf, back at Edgeley Park, and doing what he does best. And I'm sure the first time he gets the ball, gets his head down, runs at a defender, almost all of the stadium are going to be on the feet because that's that's the kind of player that he is. And it, and it has become a, 
I mean, we've avoided this this term for a long time on this podcast, but a must win. It's not a must win on Saturday, but it's one of those, because it's Dover, because they've got that game in hand, because we beat them away, it's one of those where a win would be fantastic. So for Danny Lloyd to have a big influence on that would be an amazing way to set your stall out for the rest of the season. Well, if you look at how we won the game last time, um, it was by a moment of magic. And Worldy. I, I want to pay tribute to Frank, who's obviously gone out on loan this week, um, because Frank's the kind of player who inspires a little bit of magic every now and again. Listen, it's not been his season. He's not had a great time of things. He's not replicated last season for whatever reason. Not going to hold it against him. Even this season, even this season, not as, you know when he's not had the same impact as last season, he has those moments of magic where he traps the ball, you know, sends a player for a bag of chips. He can strike it from distance. He can get it out from under his feet. He's the smallest striker on the pitch, yet he can outjump defenders that are six foot something to the ball to win headers. He's he's that kind of player when he's got the bit between his teeth. And he he scored an like you say, an absolute worldie. Something ridiculous last time out. So maybe this game will need another bit of magic. And maybe Danny Lloyd will be the guy to do it. By the way, Danny Lloyd referred to me off air, I believe, this week as, um, who was that I spoke to from the radio station last week? Was it Nick? Um, <laughs> Nick Ridgway. <laughs> so so uh, I do need to go and have that out with him. Uh, jo- joking aside, listen, he, he's, he's a great player. He's capable of that bit of magic that this game may well require. It might be a similar game to Sutton at the weekend, you know, where two strong teams looking to break each other down. One goal could be the difference. It could be a moment of magic. Who do we know that provides moments of magic? i give you a clue. He plays on the left wing for County. I have to give a quick shout out to a lad called Johnny, who I met in uh, in my work this week. We got chatting about football. He's a County fan and a big, fa- big fan of the show. So, uh, Johnny, thank you very much. And before we, before we go, just grab yourself a pen and paper. Richard Landon's mobile number is 1111111. He doesn't have a mobile phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, today's a Richard Landon special. He'll enjoy that. Chris, thanks. Cheers. Cheers.